Welcome to Two Slices, a simple podcast with a couple of guys. I'm Sean. And I'm Roger. And we're here to serve you up our thoughts on what we're reading, what we're thinking, and what we're up to. Let's see where we go from here. Thanks for joining us for The Slice. And welcome back to episode one of Two Slices Podcast, season two, my friend. How are you, Sean? Doing great. Doing great. How are you, Roger? I am very well, very well. We we brushed our microphones off, and we we did a whole episode zero, welcoming everybody back, catching them up. So we don't need to necessarily do that in this podcast. But I will say, Sean, if somebody's just randomly tuned into us and said, what is this Two Slices Podcast? What is this really about? Yeah, so we're going to talk to you about what we're thinking, what we're reading, uh, what we're watching, and just what we've been up to recently. Right. So they're kind of some of our ramblings, um, but we really try to stick to kind of those lanes and uh, just see where it goes each episode. So glad you guys are here. If you didn't hear uh, episode zero, go and listen to it. It's just a short little <laughs> 20 minutes, giving you guys a little bit of uh, filling in the gaps of where we've been and what we've been up to. Yeah. And like you said, Roger, super happy to be back in the studio with you. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, a little bit about Sean and I. Sean is a Philly kid, grew up on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a Midwestern Ohio boy. Grew up in the country, riding dirt bikes and shooting things. <laughs> and uh, in my adult life, I don't ride dirt bikes or shoot things, <laughs> which is really weird. <laughs> you know, in Ohio has that effect on you now. You know, I, I you know I ride things and I shoot things. <laughs> <laughs> I just sold our motor, my motorcycle not too long ago. Oh, like, that's hilarious! Know, uh, two seasons ago, so yeah, absolutely. Ohio so, has that effect on you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, and uh, I'm I'm a little older, probably twelve or thirteen years older than you, and so we have a little different perspective in life. But uh, yeah. I hope you guys. We want the podcast to be fun. We want you to kind of. We're going to share our slice of life. What's going on with us and then hopefully we might say something to encourage you inspire you hopefully not perspire you hopefully <laughs> hopefully not but uh what what's been happening we are at coming to the end of summer we are yep. and so what do we we talk about what we've been watching or reading but man summer movie season did you get out at all with all your life stuff going on yeah was you able to get out and see anything at the theater this year yeah so we tried to sneak a couple a couple showings in so we saw um, the movie The Flash. The Flash. The like long anticipated, supposed to be DC's like big sort of summer smash. Hit. Right. And so we, we actually saw that. And I went in with such incredibly low expectations. The bar was really low. The bar was so <laughs> incredibly low that I was like, oh, let's go see this. You know, it could be fun. Uh, it's not going to be very good, but let's go see it. And, you know, we, we, we saw it and... I walked away like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not like offended by the lack of it's not like some super Marvel like historic film. Sure. Uh, so that was really cool. It was pretty nostalgic. Now it was really funny. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, just fast forward because I'm going to tell you a spoiler right now. Okay. So spoil if it matters to, for those three for, people, for like those two people, those three people <laughs> listening, that it matters. The Flash DC spoiler. Here it comes. Here it comes. And turn off. And now turn on. Okay. No. So. Uh, in the movie, they have Michael Keaton, who reprises his role right. as the Batman. Yeah. And uh, for, so for me, that was really cool because he kind of drops yeah. these like classic lines of like, you want to get crazy? You want to get nuts? You know? And, <laughs> and, and I, I, Rachel, my wife, who saw it with, she had no idea. 
because she is she's six years younger than me, and so she she didn't have yeah. that Batman, the Michael uh, Keaton Batman, Batman history. the Michael Keaton history in in her mind. So I had to explain to her, I'm like, oh my gosh, she just said that. Oh my gosh, so we just and she's like, all right, she's like, that's great, you know. She was not impressed, but overall, um, that was a really, I think that was a pretty fun movie. Yeah, for us I to missed see. the Flash. I'll catch it when it goes to streaming if it's not already. Um, I did see Guardians of the Galaxy, the mm-hmm. Marvel, you know, summer release. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you we know. finally saw that like on streaming not long ago. And we were like, ah, it's okay. But I did see Avatar and loved it. Okay. I don't think James Cameron can do wrong. Visually, I saw it in a big IMAX theater and just thought it was phenomenal. So really, I really liked it a lot. But I got to say, I loved Mission Impossible. Did you? I did. We saw that one too. I just loved, I love these big action. I love the whole Mission Impossible franchise. And uh, so thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I got to hit some of the big summer films. Uh, and then the, the most recent thing I've seen was Oppenheimer, which is Nolan's, uh, just his take on the creation of the, of the bomb, you know, mm-hmm. the A-bomb. Yeah. And that, the, the, that whole time period from the th- late 20s, up until the 50s, you know, and what a unique and crazy time. And Nolan is, um, wow, he is on, he's on his game. It's a well-crafted film. Mm. So, so um, my wife, probably one of her favorite films is Inception. And so she likes those kind of brain teasers right. as you go. So are, are you the kind of guy, are you the kind of person, Roger, where you can watch a film and you like kind of know the answer, like you can follow it. You, you kind of know where it's a going. A little bit. You can like see everything that's happening. So my wife says absolutely yes. Okay. I'm that guy. But I so little side note, little side promo. I'm I also do some film critiquing and reviewing. And I have a film podcast. Yeah. So I see a lot of I see a lot more films than the average. You see film a goer. very wide, diverse yes section cross section. I probably of film. see. I probably see 70 films in a year. And I know some of them, you're seeing it because it's really part of being a critic versus like, oh, I want to see this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. So I sit through a lot of stuff. I'm like, ugh, okay. But I get a great, uh, there's a great gem that we find every once in a while. So yes. Okay. So my wife says I'm the person that knows the answer ahead of time. Okay. So I often, I often like, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a fairly like bright guy. I, I watch movies sometimes and I have to turn to Rachel. I was like, I have no idea what's happening right now. And she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like this is, I'm like, I just, these complex, like crazy twister films. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a person so she that like. probably loves I'm Nolan in, films. She loves Nolan films. Inception so. and Tenet. I, I can't even talk about Tenet. I still, it, I still don't understand it. But yes, to answer your question, and when I'm watching a movie, I like not knowing. I know it sounds weird. Like I like going on this journey of this, and it's not that I'm shutting my brain off. And you know, some films you kind of know what's going to happen, no big deal. But I'm talking like when I'm in the film, I'm like, wow, like I'm just sort of going along with the narr- narrative of the movie. And sometimes I get lost, and Rachel is never lost and always knows where it's ending. It always knows where it's going. So we'll get done watching a movie. I'm like, wow, I just, you know, I didn't think it would happen that way. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, are you serious? <laughs> so that's kind of her and I's I dynamic. But we like, we like Mission Impossible as well. We yeah. thought it was really cool. Just a, it's a classic summer blockbuster. Yeah. Well, I, I think with Mission Impossible, the MacGuffin, the, 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 the hook, 
was a real gamble because the hooks really is AI. Spoiler alert, right? Yeah, right. The enemy's an AI. Right. And so that was a big gamble. And for the most part, I think they pulled it off. But I think they had that cross-looking key was the coolest MacGuffin ever. The search for a key that you put together that shapes a, a, a cross. And I have this running theory <laughs> that Tom Cruise has a Messiah complex because that film, how many times in that film did he say, you know, I would give my life for you. I would do everything I can for you. You're right. And, and and there was a section where somebody said, you're the only person in the world that would have the guts to go after this guy right. and, and give everything for See, him. See, I've never, con- I've never connected that. <laughs> you're and not so wrong. I walked out going, he's turned into a messiah complex. He's, he's, but fun films. I, I, I love the banter. love the cast. love the Mission Impossible. And we'll get part two next year. And did they shoot him at the same time? Yeah, they, they okay, yeah, well, kind of, you know. Um, there was about a two year break between them, but the one we saw was shot like five years ago, six years ago, really, yes, and then kind of COVID, and, right. and then they shot kind of toward the end of that. And so, the Mission Impossible we'll get next year, um, Tom might look a little different, <laughs> he's going to be about six years older right. in part two, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, that was good. We we enjoyed that one too. Yeah. So, and you know, summer's coming to an end. Of course, we got into barbecuing again this year. Love the new house set up here, you know, where we've relocated, have a much larger back deck, much more room to entertain and 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 do those things. Been loving to do that. Um but, you know, I thought, you know, we'd just kind of shift gears here for a minute. And, and, and what else what has been, you know, maybe something you're reading, Sean, or something that you've been thinking about, um, you know, something that you've been pondering, turning over in your head, you yeah. know, those kind of things. Well, something something that uh, is sort of a regular theme for me that over the last probably four years, I just constantly am uh, playing with is just the idea that, um, you know, time is short and it's precious. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean that in, a, in like a morbid yeah. way or anything like that. I mean it quite the opposite. I mean it because... Uh, I actually haven't posted anything on social media since October of 2022, and I w- it wasn't. I didn't do that to say like I am. Right. I'm gonna like put a. I'm. It was no stand. It wasn't like any intentional thing. I just. Wow. I just slowly pulled away, and I still enjoy social media. I, I. I actually like. I love going on Instagram. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. People. People no, are so the clever. comments. They're so the comments. <laughs> the comments of, of, are much better like, than the actual actual posts. They on are. Instagram. They are. So like. So like for entertainment, I'll go to like Instagram and just watch like really funny videos. And anyway, like. But I say that because. Getting back to what I mentioned before, I feel like in some ways, um, you know, time is short, and I, and right. one of my goals is to continually be uh, more present in in my time, and so um, so that's just something that is regularly on my radar, which is like, you know, how can I be just really present with my family, with my with my work, with with my calling, like. Um, with ministry, with yeah. side ventures, like yeah. how can I best use my time? Right, and like because it's a very limited resource. We all, no one has unlimited time on yeah. the earth. It's one of your most valuable resources. It, it's finite. 
right? Right. And so that's the, anyway. So th- this kind of lane of like your time is finite. How you can yeah. multiply it. How you can you know bring increase to to your time. And and I'm not like a taskmaster looking to be hyper productive twenty four seven or anything like that. But just like hey, what? How can I best use my time? And I came across this um, uh, this this kind of phrase that I've just been thinking about. It says mornings are are to make. Pr- progress on the hard problems afternoons are to deal with easy problems and evenings are to chill out with no problems nice and i, feel I like, love that I, it's like i one, love that little okay one, one more time yeah. just for those listening mornings are made to make progress on hard problems afternoons are to deal with easy problems and evenings are to chill out with no problems i love that meaning like you know I've been playing with this sort of template of my time, my day is really yeah. focusing on like the hard problems in the mornings, yep. but really being intentional about it. Like the thing I don't want to do that normally I might get put off till one or two or, oh no, I'm going to do that in the morning. I'm going to, I'm going to figure that thing. I'm going to figure out a way to get that in the morning. Right. And then, yeah. and then the afternoon is sort of like, you know, working on those problems that just might take some time, but they're not, you know, you don't have to solve That's a so Rubik's good. cube. And then really, why? So that my evenings can not be about problems. Nice. They can be just more present with my family, with my yeah. own thoughts, with um, you know, just some endeavors that I want to do and think about or friends. Love or that. Being more available Love that. to those sorts of things. So the, yeah. the, just something I've been so I, I'm in a, with. I, I'm, I'm in a, um, a um, I'm in a master's class. Uh, trying to get my trying to get my master's degree, and the school portion of it is done, and now I'm just writing the paper for it, right? And I decided like a thesis, yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to block out. I decided to do something crazy, and I set my alarm four day, three to four days a week, usually three. I set my alarm for five forty. Mm-hmm. I get up, make coffee, take the dog out. And by 6 a.m., I'm sitting in this chair here. Hmm. And from 6 to 7.15, an hour and 15 minutes, I'm working on that thesis. I'm writing. I'm studying. I'm putting thoughts together. I'm pulling references. I'm outlining. All that kind of stuff. It's the most productive time I, I have the whole day. Have you found it to be helpful? It's the most productive time. And then I found myself not even knowing I'm doing that. Now when I go to work... I have my 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 cue. We call them suspenses in the insurance industry, of renewals, problems. You know, people who are getting non-renewed, people who've had claims. You know, all the. I'm now working my hard stuff first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Not even knowing this, you wow. were going to say this, and by noon I try to have the hard stuff worked out so that after lunch I can work on the complex stuff of quoting new business, doing rewrites, looking over people's policies, those kind of things, so that by late day three o'clock, my mind is shot, you know? Right. And it's like, <laughs> I'll field calls, talk to people, yeah. and visit with colleagues at the play. You know, yeah. I-, I build teamwork with my team from three o'clock on. Yeah. I- I'm not real work-centered. And it works great for me. Mm. And when you said that, I started writing furiously because I'm like, that's exactly what I'm doing. Putting you words know? to what you're doing. Yeah. Have, ex- what's the biggest difference you've seen by adopting a template like that? Productivity is way better, mm. way, way better. And I have found by having that three o'clock 
shift gears and only answer phones when they call or when I get a call and and talk with my supervisor, talk with our agency owner, talk we, we've got a new hire. I do, I'm doing some training with her, working through stuff. That's such a valuable time. Mm. Or maybe I just read something about the industry and where it's going and you know, I'm not doing the work from three o'clock on. Yeah. I'm done, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm way more productive. I used to routinely, Sean, have 30 to 45 suspenses in my queue daily. Now I'm hovering around 12 to 17 every day. Wow. Wow. That's the difference. It's that's awesome to get rid of that low level anxiety too. Yep. Like that that kind of low on the horizon stuff that you know is there. Yeah. To reduce that demand from 45 to 12 to 17. I mean, literally, you know. It's huge. Uh, now, part of that relief was we did hire somebody, and she's kind of gatekeeping for us and taking t- eight to 10 of those off my plate. Yeah. But still, I've That's cut great. that almost in half. That's great. That productivity has been, has been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been finding that, you know, really focusing on something along these lines, what we're talking about, kind of morning to afternoon is uh, I just really enjoy my evenings. I feel yeah. like I, I just really enjoy the evenings. Yes, and I do too. I come home, you know, I may play pop, play something on the Xbox. I may watch a movie. I may help Rhonda work, do something around the house. Yeah. It's just total yeah. chill time, you I, know? I, I agree. I feel like I, I find that my days are so concentrated that I'm that more, more being more productive... Almost yeah. like twelve hours of productivity in a seven-hour, six-hour, five-hour stretch now, and um, I've always loved learning how to kind of life hack those things. But sim- simplifying it down to what is, how is m- making changes like that? Is it driving me towards my vision and life goals? Meaning, is it strengthening my relationships? Right. Is it strengthening? That's the, so good, Sean. The things like you're going to be writing a book, most likely, yeah. in the next year or two. And it's like, do the things, it doesn't mean anything. Being productive for productive sake is you're just going to run the same mountain again. It doesn't do anything. Right. But if you're productive in a way that allows you to continue to grow and move forward on goals and aspirations that you have, well, then, then you found that you found a winning formula there, you know? And so, Playing with different things. I just love trying, you know, and this has been one that's been really fun. So I haven't posted on social media in almost a year. Again, not out of I haven't right. even told people about it. It was it was just out of a place I'm like, oh, I'm wow. finding I'm finding that uh my attention is going that that little two, three, four degrees a day of social media is gone. And now I'm using that two, three, four degrees of my day, and it's getting multiplied. Yeah, towards mostly towards the things that I love, my I love wife, it. my I family, love that. my friends, oh, so hobbies, stuff like that. So that's been really fun. That's excellent. Well, excellent. So, so for me, um, you know, so, something that's still similar in the same vein that I've been thinking about is. I was at a conference, so I'm going to kind of shift a little bit and, and get into some Christian ease here for just a second, Let's you know. Go. Yeah. But, but I wanted to share this. Um, I was at a conference, and I uh, one of the speakers talked about there are disciples of Jesus and followers of Jesus, hmm. and he said something to the effect of every disciple of Jesus is a follower of Jesus, but not every follower of Jesus is a disciple. Okay, say that one more time. So, so every disciple mm-hmm. is a follower of Jesus, but not every follower is it 
of Jesus is a disciple of Jesus. Got it. And and some of the things in the Bible he shared to prove that out was, you know, Jesus had thousands of followers but 12 disciples. And yet, you know, there's a religious argument. Those were people called by the Holy Spirit and anointed and appointed and all that kind of stuff. But just getting out of that terminology, it's just proven out in the Gospels, if you read them. When Jesus was feeding them and healing them, he had thousands of people. When he was really charging them and saying, man, unless you lean into me, unless you unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you, you know. And then he's got 12 of them. The mass is left. Hard teaching. Yeah, hard teaching. Yeah, they're gone. Scattered you know? everyone. Yeah. And, and so it's not about a hard teaching versus an easy teaching. Mm. And I'm not, I'm in no way saying if you're just a follower of Jesus, that makes you less. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that to be, I want to, you know, Jesus is the pattern. You know, attending church is not the pattern. Being in a, a, a connected in a religious Fellowship was not the pattern, right. you know, right. uh, church attendance, um, you know, being what, whatever, you know, I, that Jesus is the pattern, you right. know, I, I, you know, I mean, Mahatma Gandhi was famous for saying that, you know, he has no problem with Jesus. It's his followers that he had issues with, wow. you know, and so not to get mystical, but I want to lean into that guy, Jesus. I want to lean into him. You know, he is the expression of what a person with life that has full love in him is about. Yeah. And that's just what I want to be. I, I, you know, in the time I have left on this earth, I want to be a person that is full of life and full of love mm. for this world, yeah. you know? And so I'm asking myself, am I being intentional to lean into Jesus? To, to, am I, am I really a disciple? Am I, and part of that is my time, my talent, my treasure. How am I devoting those two? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I could so easily be a professional movie critic and devote all my time, talent, and treasure into it and make it probably a career and get paid to do it. Yeah. I love to write, all yeah. those kind of things. People find me a little bit humorous, you know, so they, they enjoy my reviews. This, but I'm really a I'm a follow, I'm a disciple of Jesus, you know. Yeah. So I I want to lean into Him. Yeah. The film critic is something I want to do on the side. You yeah. know, it's something I do in my evenings when there's no work. You know, there's no what, what did you say? The evenings are for no problems. For no sure. problems. You know, kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. That's the stuff I do in the evening. But man, when I'm down into the middle of my day, I want to be a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. You know, I want to lean into His love and His 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 grace and His mercy and. I, am I really representing him? Not church, even though I love church, right? I love church and going to church, but am I representing Jesus yeah. to the people around me? Well, it's. I think it's that's 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 awesome. You know, Jesus actually talked about that quite a bit, where he's like he actually gave a parable about the word of God being spread out. Yeah. And the cool part about that parable for some of us that aren't familiar with it. It's just a picture of a farmer scattering seed everywhere yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And and then he Jesus kind of paints a picture of this parable of what happens when it falls on different kinds of soil. And oh, to, to so some, good. it just bounces off, doesn't grow. To yeah. others, it grows for a little bit, but then it says when hardship comes, when there's a cost right. to, to that seed, they, they fall away. And then others, it grows on great soil, and, and it grows and produces a crop and a harvest. Yeah. And so the reason I say that is because um, you know, there there are there are hearers. It's easy to, to hear and applaud 
and say that, yes, I agree. And, in, and then it's a little harder to say, uh, I want that uh, message to change me. And then what you're talking about is discipleship with, Lord, I want you to change me. Right. I, I want to walk with you. Right. I don't want to walk around and, you and, or about you. I want to yeah. walk with you. And I have to be intentional about that. I have to be intentional to pick up a Bible and read what it says. I have to be intentional to think about that. I have to be intentional to to pray and to meditate yeah. these things, you know? Yeah. I have to be I have to make the, I have to rearrange my schedule so that that time is in there. Yeah. To make it to 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 really be that just, and I can tell when I don't when 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 I'm using Sunday for my recharge, Roger's not in a good place. Got it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But when Sunday's my celebration and right. the time I get to hang out with my family, right, and and my brothers and you, sisters in Christ, you get to worship, and, and I yeah. and I get to worship, and I yeah. get to see see some pe- people, and I, and that's a celebration time for me. Oh, Roger's in a good place, right? You right. know. Yeah. And so that's really just what I'm talking about yeah. is that I want to make sure. Am I really leaning into that? Because I'm the type of person I can get caught up in the intellectual side of Christianity. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like you know, there's a passage in Luke where it says Jesus uh, on the road to I think maybe the road to Emmaus, like Luke 24 or something. He was talking about how he expanded, he opened their eyes and showed them how the law, the Psalms, and the prophets all pointed to him. It's all about Jesus. The Old Testament all pointed to him. Yeah. And it says, and their hearts burned within burned them, inside of them, inside of them, yes. right? They came alive. And so I'm one of those people that my heart will burn for. The intellectual side of it, I can get really caught up in the types and shadows and finding all the patterns and figuring out the code and getting connecting the dots. Yeah. And I've left Jesus over here hanging out somewhere mm. else, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so those are yeah. some of the challenges really that, good. you know, I, I face at times. So. That's really good. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, with that, the um, my, probably my favorite part about that, um, that parable that Jesus shares is a farm that's scattering seed. It's really cool. He just scatters it everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, yes. Meaning, like we 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 can have. I love that we can have those opportunities to follow all the time. Meaning, it's not like oh, yeah. you you missed it. God was really knocking on the door, and <laughs> hey, now now you know you miss that opportunity. Cool part is we can when we when we get intentional with our hearts. The Bible says basically that when we take one step towards God, He takes two steps towards us. Yes, that that when that's we, good. When we start engaging with that, all of a sudden we find that. God's really close. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, really awesome. Awesome. Well, Sean, that's a great place for us, to, I think, to kind of wrap up this week. Man, it's good to be back doing this podcast. I know, you I know? know. I'm so excited for Two the episodes. season. We've got a couple episodes in. This is yeah. officially episode one. If you missed episode zero and you want to you want to peek into our personal lives and see what's been happening and why we took nine months yeah, off. Yeah, check it out. It's a short episode. I think it's about 20 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes, but... Uh, Check it out. But, some personal uh, stuff on there. And, yep, yep. Yeah. And and it, you can connect with us on social media. We have a Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter page, all of that. If you just look up two slices, um, the best way to connect is this new thing out, Sean, called Spotify. Have you ever heard of this thing, Spotify? Spotify. Spotify. This is <laughs> <laughs> so we're on all those kind of platforms. We're on Spotify and iHeartRadio and how do Apple, people connect Apple, with us? Though? Apple. Is it through? Facebook or social media is that the best most way? most of the time people connect through us through the podcast through like through Spotify you can it, respond in Spotify 
Well, or like leave a comment. That's what I've always struggled with. Oh, the best way would be through Facebook to like or Instagram like or leave yeah, a message or to something. leave a message yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, something like we that. We love connecting with people who are listening to this. So that's why I was asking because I get questions <laughs> sometimes. I was like, I don't know. That's a good question. But uh, yeah, this is it's been really fun. We have some. Yeah. I think we're really excited about season two here, guys. So I, I am too. And so anyway, that's going to wrap it up for yep. this week. So we'll see you guys next time on another episode of the Two Slices Podcast.